The following content is not closed captioned for the melanin impaired. Start the show. Better yeah. find you. You better. You better find your nigga representative. Yeah, we're not translating shit for you. Yeah, there's no <laughs> SAP button for this. A <laughs> hey, good luck. Hey, good luck. Right, getting somebody to write the transcripts for this yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh man, the uh, amount they, of times they have to write the word nigga. I would say they in for a long day. <laughs> they already got a shortcut button for that one. <laughs> Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz, and apparently I'm still D Randall. Hey, let's fucking go. <laughs> the boys are back. Uh, 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 you know, rumors of my demise and blah 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 and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this nigga's still part of the team. This nigga's still this, this nigga's still one of the OGs. Um, I'm genuinely happy to have this nigga to to have this nigga uh, back for the session. Um, we just have to schedule. That's all. We got to schedule well ahead of time. This Niggas is a, got shit to do now. This is a rare Sunday, a rare free Sunday, and a nice one at that, man. Very nice, man. I'm open this window a little more. Let yeah. the wasp, let the wasp and flies and shit come in. <laughs> oh man, back in the old room, yeah. man. It's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? Got to air oh, this bitch out. It's good, man. Um, <sighs> just FYI, I always put this out there. Just FYI. For those of you that have missed D. Randall here on the main show, our patrons on Patreon have not missed D. Randall at all. They're probably sick of my ass at this point. I was, <laughs> this nigga has this nigga has consistently been on most behind the paywall episodes. Um, so if so if you if you need your D. Randall fix, I'm still out of pocket. Um, <laughs> be, he's he he is he is a busy man. But if you go, but if you want to go ahead and become a patron, uh, you will definitely get your fix of the original terrible twosome. Uh, I had to renegotiate my contract. <laughs> I, I only work pay per views. <laughs> Roman Reigns in his shit. Somebody did ask me that. I was like, "So damn is is Randall just a uh, uh, just a paid attraction now?" And I was like, no. "I was like, no, we just have to schedule this nigga, man." Uh, it's easier to and sometimes it is easier to schedule a Patreon night. Yeah, uh, where we just where, where we just show up on a weeknight and get our shit off. Um, then commonly when opinions while black happens, which is the weekend life be lifing life be lifing, man. Um, but yes, this, yeah, this man still, he's, he's still here when he can. He's, he still loves it. Um, just become a patron. You'll hear all the Randall you want. Still don't know most of the rappers that y'all are talking about nowadays. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Um, that's so funny you said that. You know, follow it up about Ice Spice. You know, I, I was literally about to say, is Ice Spice still a thing? So, uh, just this week, actually, Damn. I was so funny. Ice Spice is working in conjunction. Apparently, Nikki has has taken her under her wing. Oh, I saw some little photo with 
them dry humping each other or something. <laughs> Some shit like that. And Nikki, again, just looks real try hard, man. It looks real. Even when she wears the short shorts in the video now, it looks try hard and it looks like she's wearing a diaper. She tried hard to make them shorts fit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Still got it. Still got it. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Still got it. Oh man, it looked like she wearing a diaper. For yeah, her. she the, probably is at that point. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta control that BBO leakage. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! And of all the people, she, she could pull to a line with her. She got that little ugly girl. <laughs> spice monkey, ice spice, whatever it is. I don't get it, man. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Like, no one relevant wants to fuck with Nicki Minaj. (laughs) (laughs) So she got to get the most trash person on her way down. Oh, my God. (laughs) The boys are back, y'all. I guess Coyle Ray had at least one hit, so she can't fuck with her. (laughs) Coyle Ray going to keep remixing that one damn song. I heard a Buster Rhymes remix of it, and Buster, Buster just sounded like, yeah, the check clear. Let me go and record it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like that shit. I, 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 I do a little bit. My thing is, and this is not. And, go, and, and, and just for the record, to be fair, that joint over on the East Coast and over in New York goes oh, crazy. I know. I know. It's, a, it's that Jersey shit, that Jersey sound shit. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, and this is not body shaming, or it could be, because I don't care. Okay. Like, she talking about apple bottoms making one a bite. Is she wearing the apple bottoms? She's built oh, like the cartoon shit. version of Wednesday Adams. Oh, is she... no! <laughs> she... <laughs> this bitch is built like Emily the Strange. Talk about... Talk about... <laughs> Apple bottles make her want to bite. Oh, shit. She built like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> Come on, man. What? Oh, shit. And I can say that because Benzino is her father. So. <laughs> I, I would say, that, that does make some of this okay. <laughs> Shout out to the new listeners, man. What the fuck are y'all doing here? What the fuck are you doing here at this point? Benzino's plastic surgery looks so bad, man. <laughs> he looks like Korg from Thor, man. <laughs> Not the rock, nigga. <laughs> You're not wrong either. He ain't got no uh, neck no more. Hey, my neck is coming back, so I can. <laughs> I, I, I no longer take offense to that. Oh man! Shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the last times, the long times. Hey, only times. Oh, the only. T- <laughs> Shout out to everyone who just started listening to two episodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> who is this? <laughs> Oh, shit. Just coming in so flagrantly. <laughs> Shout out to all my niggas on Spotify, Google, iHeart, SoundCloud, anywhere quality content is disseminated. Uh, shout out to my niggas on Patreon. 
Uh, no, y'all get air horns. Yeah, boy. Thanks for the money as usual. Uh, got some, um, I'm working on some merch. Uh, I'm working on you niggas not having. Well, technically, y'all don't pay for the merch, but you do. Um, <laughs> it's a little complicated, but I'm working on some merch. Um, also working on uh, now that I have some free time on my hands because because I'm finally done with this uh bum ass this bum ass job. <laughs> It was a mercy killing, y'all. It's cool. It was a mercy killing. <laughs> Damn. Um, so uh, we will be having a uh, Friday night re-up. Uh, oh, check your social medias. Oh, shit. <clears throat> we will, it, it's been long overdue. Uh, job and kept a nigga down. Uh, it's a new day. And we got some things to talk about. Uh, shout out! A uh, special shout out to one of my favorite listeners who has also been a guest on the pod. Shout out to Kanji, man! I, a special shout out to Kanji, but a special, but also those of you that follow her. A special shout out, a special, I guess, announcement to you niggas. I, I get in the huddle, take a knee, okay, lean in close, you niggas. Hear me, because you don't hear her. Hear me. That woman is gay. (laughs) She does not like penises, y'all. I'm just telling you. This isn't me cracking jokes. I'm just telling you as as a favor to me. Are you saying that try as they might, niggas cannot convert her? Try as they might, dog. <laughs> She's had a penis before, and she didn't like it. Wow, there's no, there's no DM conversion therapy. There is that, no. D- <laughs> is, is that the name of this episode? <laughs> that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> Let me write that one down because I will forget it. Oh man, at the very least, it's a candidate. I have, I'm undecided as to whether the. The the algorithm's gonna let me get away with that, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh shit! DM DM conversion therapy. Is it? Does your pin have a light as well? It does, and I just discovered that. That is so fucking fancy. Oh, and it has a light on the pin tip. Yeah. So you can directly see what you're writing in the dark. I I love that. That's wonderful. I gotta remember where I stole this. I stole this from work. Okay. Let's go. That's that's my only regret. I didn't get to. St- well, there wasn't really a lot worth stealing at this last job. I think if you stole anything from that job, you'd be in jail. Yeah, more or less. Yes, correct. Um, although the one thing I will say, just on a side note, the one thing I will miss is they had a um an ice machine because it was very hot in the building. It's mm-hmm. a garage, basically. Yeah. It's an office mixed with a garage. Um, so there's no central air, but they had an ice machine like it, for me, and I have my big serious water jug here yeah, yeah yeah where you could just get the little get the little scoop and get go crazy and get as much ice as you fucking want and this shit with this shit i got ice will last for like 36 hours yeah yeah so i was very i was always very happy to just have fresh ice and it made me so happy to swish my bottle around here hear all that ice in there um y'all didn't know that about me until this episode but i am and I, I am a i am a a double-walled, double-cooled bottle whore. 
Okay. And I love ice. Um, but yeah, I did want to just extend that to y'all. Uh, you niggas, leave Kanji alone. None of those thirst traps. I mean, it, it's really up to you whether or not they're for your consumption because she doesn't have to know you're consuming them. But she's not doing that for your benefit. I'm sure she's still a little flattered, though. No. No? No, it does nothing for her. Okay. Not at all. Um, no, it's for these It's for these ladies. Okay. Leave her alone. Cause the only, because the only thing, because next up, she's just going to tell you how you want your strap. She's just going to assume that you want the strap. So, yeah, it, it would behoove you to leave her alone. Also, she has no problem with screenshotting your shit. You niggas are thirsty, dog. Thirsty, the thirst is real, bro. It is real out here. Y'all need therapy. That's unfortunate. That is terrible, man. Um, giving flowers while they're here. Flowers go to uh, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. The Tennessee Three has been revived. There we go. The Tennessee Three is back, niggas. Um, uh, representatives out of Tennessee who were um, expelled uh, a week or two ago for participating in what would seem to me to be harmless protest, uh, which is the, which even as they are. Uh, public officials is still also their right mm-hmm. as American citizens, um, and we've def and they were expelled and um, they have since been reinstated. They have since been reinstated, and her and, and the Justins and I believe her name is Gloria Johnson make up the Tennessee Three, um, which is like Tennessee's version of the Brat Pack, AOC and them. Damn. <laughs> um, but in Tennessee. But in Tennessee. And so they back in it. Uh they back in the fight. Uh hopefully we'll see more we will see more from these niggas. Because let me tell you something. If y'all not gonna act right with the young ni- with the young niggas, that's okay. Now we can just bring out the old niggas. Mm. Cause you know what we're gonna do next? We're gonna go get Eric Mays. Have you heard of Eric? Do you know Eric Mays? Eric Mays be talking shit. Eric Mays be on his shit. And you have never officially, now you never officially got to meet my father. However, that is my father, but in politics. Like, really? That is, that is precisely, that wow. is big Oz Longworth senior energy right there. That's scary. That, I, <laughs> if my daddy gave a fuck about politics, he would exactly be Eric Mays. Eric Mays looked at that chick and just out and just right out of his mouth called her a nasty bitch. Yeah, he wanted to say nasty bitch, but you know he he had to he had to do the decorum and they were gonna kick him out. And he said nasty woman. He wanted to call her a nasty bitch. I saw it. He, he's hilarious. Now he's wonderful. If 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 I were engaged with him in a session, he and I would probably box. Oh, so- but why? <laughs> But watching him go off on 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 others, I'm all here for it. You know they held him in contempt. He ended up that's in jail. not surprising. Well, at well all. I mean, like he like he like they, I think he had to do some time. Like he had to do like 30 days or some shit. I mean, yeah, 
Because, listen, I get it wrong. The nigga is out of pocket most of the time. <laughs> but it's funny. And I'm, I'm, I'm in support of it. Like, and it was probably revenge because I saw one of the videos where it's this one white woman on the city council that him, they always are at, at odds. And she is just peak nosy neighbor Karen. Mm-hmm. And he held her in contempt and told the, and told them niggas to get her ass out of there. So it was probably a revenge. Or they just go go back and forth putting each other in jail for 30 days or some shit. That would be wonderful. And let me tell you something else. This It just means that politics are getting closer and closer to what I have wanted for years. And what I have wanted for years is to, for us to just dispense with the pleasantries and do it like they do it in Russia, do it like they do it in over there in like China, in Japan, wherever, where all, you see all those videos where they just say fuck it and throw hands, and everybody in the and, and everybody in the meeting just fighting and throwing chairs. Let's just dispense with the pleasantries and do that. You know, I might respect Ron DeSantis a little bit if he walk out with a black eye. I propose that with the recent announcement of the Endeavor Group um, bringing the UFC and WWE under one roof, yes, that they should also just purchase the American government. <laughs> let's let's just like every we all want to be WWE anyway. Fuck it's it. true. Let's you ain't lying. It. Let's just do it. I'm a little worried about that merger. By the way, like I don't need uh, waiter. There's a little. There's some Vince McMahon. In my UFC, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that actually. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have strong opinions one way or the other. I just, I think it's going to be annoying for people on both sides to see like the corny ass crossover shit that they try to do with the two companies. Yeah, like you're going to see more UFC folks probably showing up in WWE just being there, like ah. Dana White gonna catch a RKO out of yeah. nowhere, and then it gets that. really bad when like WWE folks show up at UFC. Oh and God, like, y'all niggas ain't even real fighters. What? what y'all the doing whole here? point of WWE in this day and age was for washed up UFC niggas to come over and right. have a job. Yeah, <laughs> right. But no, nah, I mean I, I wouldn't fuck with Brock Lesnar in real life anyway. And I'm a little, I'm even more worried about it now that like Vince McMahon is back is back around and he looks like. Hitler Hulk. Yeah, he's yeah, he's weird. Yeah, I, I very I weird. I don't get it. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, all in, all in, all of that. Shout said, out to the Tennessee three. Shout out to the Tennessee <laughs> three, man. They back in business. Um, let's keep these young folks participating. Uh, in the process, here's man. gonna be looking like one of the brothers Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, them niggas look like they pay, they play bass for the Commodores. Niggas look like a, a funk compilation. <laughs> when the funk hits the fan, <laughs> I'm telling you, they, I'm telling you, they look like they play. They they showed up at the last minute to go on tour with Shalimar. <laughs> like the like, like you remember in the, like you remember in that movie when Maceo was talking too much shit to James Brown. Yep, yep. And told him to suck a dick and walked out. And James Brown just said, uh, "Go get them, uh, go get them niggas from." Uh, P Funk, go get George Clinton. Them niggas, we'll see. We'll see about that shit. Yeah, that's the that, that's them niggas that ain't the house band, but can smoke the house band any day of the week. They yes. just don't say shit. Yes. Uh, yeah. Shout out to them, man. Uh, going into humans ain't shit, y'all. 
This is a hard one. No, it's not hard at all, actually. Um, Black men deserve their flowers on a couple of levels. I will unpack. I was recently in a social media debate. That's, where uh, you, that's your first mistake. That was my first and second mistake. Cause this chick, cause this chick was to, was was talking about how um, men wanting to be pursued as much as they pursue, which to my mind means that you just want to know that there is as much effort being put into building a relationship and establishing a connection with the other person as there is with you. I don't see anything wrong with this. And she said that and men wanting flowers was feminine and gay. And as someone who tends to plants quite often, actually, uh, nigga, I actually about to start growing food. Grocery prices. <laughs> Fam. You know what I'm saying? Fam. <laughs> and, it's, and it's nearly the beginning because I'm telling you, the backyard gonna look like Farmer John in this motherfucker. Um, but I took a little offense. It was like, well, I can just tell you, I do enjoy plants, and plants are like on my mom's side. Plants are a huge part of our family. Like my aunt, God rest her, her and my mother grew up growing plants. And it's full. And and even when I was growing up, uh, used to used to send each other plants. And now oh, I, I got too many plants. And you know, my dad, my dad was annoyed because it just took up the entire uh, patio mm-hmm. um, to where he couldn't sit down and smoke. So you know, every now and then she'd have to let one go and give one to my aunt. And sometimes my aunt would give her something that. She could probably tend to better than her and those those kind of things. I grew up watching my mom tend to plants all my life, and it got me really interested as a young kid in earth sciences. Makes sense. Um, so I was very I was very into botany. I was very into environmental systems when we got into that in high school and college. Um, so that inspired me to know what I know in terms of the STEM sector, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Nothing wrong with this. And her defense was, well, I don't have a problem with you being a plant daddy. I was like, please refrain from ever calling me a plant is daddy. That, is that a thing? Yes, it absolutely is. Women love a plant daddy. I mean, I, I have like 22 plants in the crib. I the, They would call you a plant daddy. And your plants look good and well maintained. I, they will call you a plant daddy. Yes, give them water and sun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's well, not ours. Is not the reason why. Okay, in, okay. On I, that I one, just, um, people just want to find a reason to call someone gay. You know, also true. Like, also true. That's just that shit always amazes me. Like I just want to find a reason to call you something demeaning. And and it's always a reason. It's always any reason other than you fuck. Other men. It's never that reason. And when it is. This nigga eat beans. (laughs) Always comes to mind. And and, and guess what else? When it is a man fucking another man, there's always an excuse there. Well, it was college. It wasn't gay. I didn't inhale. 
It's all <laughs> fam. And so um, I there was a, well, you you wouldn't have seen this, but it was there was one going around social media where somebody was talking about, well, yeah, I sucked him. Uh, yeah, I sucked a man's dick, but it wasn't gay. Okay, was it functional? I mean, I, 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 I don't. And, and again, I don't want to assign anybody uh, a sexual identity that they don't want. But I'm just saying the comparison of when it's that there's no un- there's no unpacking to be done. But when somebody wants to have a fucking plant in their house, make their house look nice or their office look nice or whatever, that somehow is considered feminine or gay. And let me also say that I don't want to infringe on this woman's right to have a preference or whatever, because that was her other thing. You're just hating on my preference. I'm not hating on your preference, but when you have, when you make your preference publicly known and it's a preference that utilizes the same misogyny, the same toxic masculinity that, we rail against in protection of black women. Mm-hmm. We have to, we have, someone's going to say something and someone's going to unpack it, yep. especially someone who participates in the action that you're uh, condemning. And she was like, well, I don't want to hate. It's just, I like it. Like if I recognize that you're a plant day, that's one thing. But if I came in and just saw a bunch of colorful flowers, uh, I'm going to have some questions. Well, let's Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what is a flower. A flower is a plant's reproductive organ. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Not all plants, but many most commonly, most commonly grown and common and commonly tended to house plants and outs and outdoor plants uh, that you'll see in someone's garden, you see in someone's house, um, tend to bloom some kind of flower, so that they can pollinate, so that they can grow elsewhere. You're out here simple, being bio- biological and shit, man. And 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 here we go. And, and wait, here we go, because I'm about because I'm about to bring it home. Okay. If you walk into, I'm just, I'm just going off of the amount of plants that I have in, that I have in my home. Now, if you walk up, if you drove up to my house right now, you see a ton of plants out front. You see a ton of plants, uh, in the, in the, in the borders and the linings in the, of the front door. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see plants everywhere. Uh, that we have grown for 20 years. If, if you walk into a nigga house that has as many plants as I have and none of them have flowers blooming. He is serial killer dog. He is serial killer. None of them blooming, which only means that they are healthy. (laughs) You are walking into a serial killer's home. This nigga ain't got 27 ficuses nigga. Like what are we talking about? That's weird. Plants are a natural part of any plant collection, of any garden. Flowers are a part of that. And on the technical side, but on the on the regular side, that's just y'all utilizing 
internalized misogyny. And somebody's going to go, well, a woman says, so how is it misogyny? Because it's internalized because we live in a male-dominated society. And when we live in a male-dominated society, a.k.a. a patriarchy, and that there are learned behaviors and learned ideologies that are passed down generationally, It's it. I, I don't want to assume that everybody got it from a nigga, but it's also safe to say that they got it from a nigga. That somebody in their family wasn't on that gay shit, and the fact that she followed up with, "Well, if you want to be so, if you want to be so in love with nature, go fish or go build something." That's amazing. It's incredible. It's incredible how stupid it was. Stupid. Like, just say you don't like a dude. I. And then she was like, "Well, well, it's not important because we ain't dating." You weren't on the list. You weren't on the list. We were never going to fuck. The only reason I brought this up was because you were being was because this is misogyny bullshit, and somebody needed to know that. That's okay though. That's okay. Cause it's a lot. It's we about to go through some food shortages. <laughs> food prices about to go up. Eggs is already two hundred dollars. We about to go through some of these food shortages. I I, I was just a little upset because they was because uh, Joe V's didn't have my lettuce. Fam, look. In about a year, we're gonna revisit this. I'm be growing my own damn food. <sighs> I bet that shit won't be gay there. About to get the garden popping in the backyard. I already got yeah. some. Already got some tomatoes starting to bud. Let's go. So, I'm gonna have them cherry tomatoes for the low. Actually, not the low. Market. A nigga literally commented. Niggas, niggas invest in plants other than weed, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. Uh, my grandparents wept. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. And these niggas not helping the situation at all. Oh man, we gotta have like nigga, you gotta let us have activities other than two K and uh, disrespecting women. We have to. Y'all wild man, y'all something else, dog. Um, song of the week. <laughs> there, there's nowhere to go but the song of the week after that. Um. What do I want to play, actually? Um, I didn't have anything particularly written down, but actually, let's play some internet. Never go wrong with the internet. Okay. Um, y'all ain't heard this. Uh, I get y'all ain't heard this one. Um, this is from like oh man, this is from like their way back. This is like their two twenty eleven album. Uh, before they blew up. Um. This is love song number one. Uh, pour yourself something, get comfortable. We have a good pod. Be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap, white people.
That was love song number one by the internet. It's quick, very quick, very quick. Uh, it, just it, a little, just a little, just a little ski taste. Yep. <laughs> Brought that one back. Ah, damn, I haven't heard that in a while. Brought that one back. Uh, <laughs> just a little ski taste a little for ski you. Taste. Um, yeah, I, it, it, I mean, it's basically an interlude, but the the, the whole, that whole album is kind of short. Um, but it's all that vibe, like. I, man, I, I keep telling people, there are a handful of people musically that don't miss. Mm-hmm. Alex Isley is one. Uh, Lucky Day is getting to be another. The internet is another. Even just a Sid joint. Sid and the internet do not miss, especially when it comes to a slow jam vibe. Yeah. Um. All my slow jam vibes have at least, all my slow jam playlists have at least one offering that's at least featuring Sid. Do not miss such a vibe. I know Sid be pulling. I know Sid for, a, I know Sid be pulling. You already know it. Fam. I, d- d- be, hold, be, be holding that girl pocket. I, I always tell that story about the girl, uh, about the girl that was just, I just met, I just, I, I just saw her and spoke to her. Cause I hadn't seen her in a long time and uh, her stud girlfriend just pulled her by her back pocket and uh, reminded her who she was there with uh, apparently reminded me uh, I needed no reminding because madam, you are all a five, six relax. <sighs> That's not even Kappa size. Damn. Yeah, Damn. I, yeah. I said it. <laughs> I mean, Alexa, play flashlight. Where's the lie? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, Must be this tall to ride this ride. I, listen, listen. They don't want to have a hype discussion. Little peppermint canes. I do little candy cane niggas. Fuck y'all talking about shimmying, licking y'all lips. <laughs> fucking man, fucking a fucker cap. Shout out to Billy Sorrells. Damn corny. Shout out to Billy Sorrells with his with his toothbrush and gel. Combing his bangs down. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have an RIP section this week. Uh, thank goodness. However, we do want to extend prayers um, to Jamie Foxx. Um, it has been reported. Uh, it's been, uh, well, his family, uh, someone from his family has definitely said that he is in, mm-hmm. that he has been hospitalized. Uh, he is in critical condition. 
Um, definitely want to pray for that man. Um, I, I, I don't know if this is a fact. I did read an outlet that said that his, his situation had gone from critical to serious. I don't know. But either way, uh, definitely want to pray for a speedy recovery. Um, I would be heartbroken if anything happened to Jamie Foxx. Uh, as long as I have been, as long as I have been alive, he has been an example to me of what of a quintessential overall all-purpose entertainer. Yeah, and we don't get many like him. And I've always, I've never seen. I always say this about celebrities: I've never seen anything bad. I've never seen it where they were just acting a fool out in the media. I've never seen where. I mean, I've never seen him be saying anything problematic to nobody. He just mind his own business. Um, I mean, he will come up with the occasional white woman from time to time, but who gives a shit? Um, uh, seems like a seems like a good dude. Very talented. Yeah. Um, just one of those people that just see, just strikes you as warm. Um, also, fellow Texan. Uh, so hopefully next week. Um, we're talking about his uh, miraculous recovery and uh, not doing uh, another kind of recognition for him. So, uh, boys from Terrell, Texas. Terrell, Texas. Uh, shout out to Jamie Foxx. <clears throat> oh, also, I did. I did forget forget to do this in the opening shout outs. I did want to give a special shout out to someone that I consider a friend, but also a fan. Uh, over the years, even before Opinions While Black. Shout out to um, Miss Tay Freeman, who is now been made, who is now officially, as of this weekend, been made an honest woman. Oh, shit! Uh, has jumped the broom. Allowed a man to designate her honesty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, has, ju- has officially jumped the broom. Um, and is and is ready to start the rest of her life uh with that uh with with that large intimidating man with the locks <laughs> um whose name I can never remember I can never remember um but uh she has come she has come such a long way I have known her for many years um uh, she has supported my many endeavors uh and I'm just I'm I'm so elated for this uh, phase in her life. Um, also, also she was looking mad good in that dress. Uh, don't let that large nigga with the locks hear me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying I can't fight. I'm just saying that nigga look a little serious and I'm getting up there in age Uh, and I can't be tussling with these niggas like that. (laughs) Watch your mouth. I'm just saying, (laughs) watch your mouth. Um, uh, let's see what else we got on the rundown, man. Please tell me you're caught up on Succession. Oh, of course I am, y'all. Of course I am, y'all. Uh, spoilers be damned. Yeah, go ahead and just and just fast forward this shit like five to seven minutes, dog. Like <laughs> we got to talk about Succession, fam. It is only three episodes in a ten. Episode season, yeah, and they are already doing us like this. They got him. They got him. They killed off 
a, a king is dead. Yeah. Logan Roy has fallen. That was that was such a well crafted episode. Perfect. Because it, it absolutely it absolutely mirrors what would most likely happen in today's society when 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 someone is going through an event that is leading to their death. And the the level of miscommunication or lack of communication between yes. distant parties and the whole unsure of and everything. everybody's trying to get the real story or trying to figure out what's going on kind of thing. Yep. That chaotic it encompassed that perfectly. Yes. And for me, first of all, we had first of all we have to just the writing overall on the just the on on the grand scope of the episode total was coming off of what I would consider Gesundheit, what here. I would consider two home run episodes. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Uh, with incredible performances. Succession is trying to go out on top. Yeah. Like, remember when Breaking Bad used to just sweep every year? Succession trying to go out on a Brian Cran doing Brian Cranston numbers. And so um it encompassed the chaos and the uncertainty that's going on um, when someone is trying to communicate that someone is passing, mm-hmm. having complications, or has passed. Yep. Um, it it set up and and it came. The other thing that I appreciate is that it kind of dispat, uh, dispensed with the common, you know, final season tropes right like everyone expected logan roy to maybe die in the last episode or close to the end of or the season. close to the right yeah, in in a very dramatic fashion where you saw him taking his last breath right like you really did not see him in this episode at all at all and it was crazy it was crazy they were they were trying to they were trying to give him cpr after he had died yeah and and it, and and this goes and again succession succession combines family drama with business drama so well mm-hmm. that you have sycophants yes. pumping on his chest so that his kids can talk to him one last time even though that is not how science works <laughs> and the kids going for it and just being like Oh well, you know we have a bunch of sycophants and servants um, making a way for us to speak to our father one last time, even though this is not at all how modern biology works not, not whatsoever. All. And we're just going to keep pumping on his chest until the plane lands. Not how it works. Um, and the the performances, fam. I and let me just say. As someone that 60% watches this show for Shiv, who, well, I'll get to that in a second. (laughs) As someone who watches this show for like 60% Shiv, I have to say, that lady going for the, she going for the Emmy. She going for the primetime Emmy. Because if you were sitting in your house and you didn't fall the fuck apart when when she figured out that her dad died. Yeah. You're not human. You a serial killer, dog. Um, 
it, it was all becoming all too real once it hit her. Um, I love that these characters are such that even though you can probably guess what way a character is going to go in a situation, they still kept you on your toes. Yep. Um, the fact that it was told mostly in real time was, it, it made a huge difference. Very much so. And I, I think it brought out the best in all of their performances. Absolutely. It, even like, um, um, Roman. Kieran Culkin is amazing. Cause he starts off the episode basically having missed an opportunity to say something, to say what he really feels about something. Correct. And you know, the next thing you know, that window has passed. Yeah. That was cold. That was. Let me tell you something. When you start off the, the episode firing, firing someone. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 again, another amazing scene. Because that lady don't get her flowers either. <sighs> that lady definitely don't yeah. get her flowers. Yeah. And she was killing it too. And so once the thing happens and. That Roman is just looking for some kind of solace, which he never does. He never does. Jerry very politely looked up and was like, I ain't got shit for you, dog. <laughs> I ain't got shit for you, dog. I No, I'm not sucking your dick or nothing. You, yeah. you leave me the fuck alone. I don't even have a job once I get off this fucking boat. Yeah, yeah. So you suck a dick. Um, And uh, even Tom. I have felt so bad for Tom this season so far. Nah, I need him to catch that fade. <laughs> I feel, I, I hate that motherfucker more with every passing episode. Tom Wamsnabs, whatever the fuck his name is, needs to catch the fade. Oh, man, you hate the one half of the disgusting brothers? <laughs> He's so fucking stupid. And, and actually, Greg needs to be the one to fade him. Greg is coming up, dog. Like, Greg is the superior, disgusting brother. When Greg finds out that he's been fucking with him for however many, five fucking seasons, he's going to fade the fuck out of Tom. Fam, here's my... And let's talk about Cousin Greg. I dare I say, one of the best, most consistent performances on this show comes from Cousin Greg. This motherfucker is comic genius. One of the best scenes I have ever seen in this show is him telling Logan's concubine <laughs> that she sucks for television. Yeah. And him trying to figure out how to break it to her nicely. And he says, the arms aren't right for TV. What the fuck are you uh, talking about, Greg? <laughs> Oh man, and and she's good. And I gotta tell you, he, Logan's concubine has had some good has had some good lines too, and she better yeah. get all the ones off she can. Because yeah. now that he's now that he's dead and everybody's just feasting on his corpse, that bitch gonna be the first to get pitched overboard. She was just like, I I I I, I. <laughs> <laughs> call her chuckles the clown. Oh man, she was trying to like she was trying to be a part of the statement, and they were like, Nah, we gotta get her the fuck out of here, dog. Ain't no need for the concubine now. She's going to come up pregnant. That's what's going to be fucked up. She's going to come up pregnant. I think that's what's going to happen. Because that's the only way she can stay in this in this whole drama. 
It definitely ain't gonna have be getting a job at ATN. You know, it's kind of it's kind of messed up. Also, that Logan kind of backdoored uh, Shiv's ability to get divorced. Also, sure did. What the fuck was that? Oh, that's fucked up. And and just and just really and just and just really being Team Tom. That's cold. And internal. And what else is fucked up about this is, aside from. Roman being uh, him turning the screws on Roman mm-hmm. as a family, his last words to them were, I love you, but you are not serious people. Yeah. Logan Roy may tell you a joke, but Logan Roy ain't never going to tell you a lie. Cause yeah. as much as we like these characters, they are not serious people. And they got seven episodes to go. <laughs> And it's uh, first of all, the Rebel Alliance is over. Let's get there. Yeah. Second of all, the other person that's gonna come up out of all of this, Connor. They've been disrespecting him. Yeah. Five seasons straight. Every episode this season. Mm. They about to, he about to have a come up like your ass won't believe. Especially now that he knows now that he knows and doesn't give a fuck that his wife is just there for the for the bag. And he don't give a damn. And had and and went on and had his wedding with all three people that with all three other people there. Eating cake. It's about to get very interesting. It's gonna get serious. Secession about to get real, y'all. Also, not for nothing. Shiv Shiv is getting a thick that is entering uh Pornhub levels. <laughs> and y'all know I'm not much for the the white woman. However, comma. <laughs> <laughs> However, I have I have been here for the thickness for for the the shift thickness for some time. I I am here for it still. And I love and they are and you can tell they are dressing her accordingly. The wardrobe is top notch. They know what they're doing. They do. They do. Um so yeah. So succession getting real. Uh HBO doing it. HBO trying to HBO trying to go into the summer uh, on top. And also, I have to reiterate this. They know how to circulate their black shows in and out. Because Game Theory just ended their season. Shout out to Bamani Jones, mm-hmm. killing it still. And now Black Lady Sketch Show just started up again. Just came back. Uh, so, it, it, and they've started off on a good note. They, they're still funny. Still getting the best comedy out of Amarion, humanly possible. Um, some good. Issa keep people with a job. Lawrence showed up. Kale showed up. Uh, Tank was in the episode. Oh damn! Yeah, I gotta go and watch. Yeah, it. it's time. Yeah, we're back. Um, they they got rid of my girl though, or maybe she doing other shit. Who? Uh, the big uh, Ashley. The, the the thick one. Oh, she oh the one that actually like does writing and shit for yeah. other shows. Yes, yeah, she's she, she's booked and busy. I was gonna say she she doing other shit. She's booked and busy. Got to be. Um there's always one that circulates out because you know, they're booked and busy. Because that was how Quinta was the first time. And then we okay. got out Abbott yep. Elementary. Yep. Right. Yeah. And now you see, yeah. I mean it's a good ecosystem. Yeah. It's good to see it's good to see people rise. And it's not it's not even so much that they grow out of it, but it, it you know, Issa 
has set up in a very good incubator for a lot of talent Correct. To, to really come up and, and flourish on their own. Correct. And the new girls they got, I think all three of them are big girls. So shout out to that. I love that. Um, Let's see what else we got here. The pod wars. Oh, this is the thing, huh? The pod wars have continued. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, since you've been away. Yeah, the pod wars have been a thing. Since you've been gone. Because, because it seems like the pods never fall apart amicably. Ever. Adam Twin, The fall of Adam 22 did not end amicably at all. Corn. All them niggas looked at him and said, what the fuck? Oh, you, you bringing Nazis on now? Oh, okay. We, okay, that's fine. We good. Um... Uh, expert opinion didn't end. Or it, it hasn't ended, but math fired all them niggas. Uh, and it did not seem amicable at all whatsoever. I've always laughed at the fact that that show is called Expert Opinion. I was going to say, exists. Uh, math fired all. Uh, yeah, math fired them. Like, he got. That was what happened. He got the bag. He got the big million dollar distribution deal mm-hmm. and then fired all them niggas. Got him. Um, and, of course, Jesus and Miro did not end amicably at all. Uh, nobody, I'll say, they never end on a good note. Um, uh, let's see. But, yeah, the pod wars, back in effect. First, we have to talk about, and as, as a matter of fact, so I, so I know what I'm talking about, let me go ahead and f- find and bring up the list. Uh, complex. This is right before we took a break. Um, what is it? Hip hop media list. Uh, complex did a, um, power ranking of the top name of like, the, it was like the top 25 names, I think mm-hmm. in, uh, hip hop media. Uh-oh. Now give, we know how D Randall feels about lists and, and more and more how I feel about lists as well is that we most of the time we don't give this shit attention. And the reason usually we don't give this shit attention is because these lists are not made for any real legitimacy. These lists are made to make people argue. Correct. These lists are made to they're and they're not even like they're not even made to make people feel important. The people on them important. Uh which is hilarious for me. They're reasons. just made to make people talk. Yeah, to make people talk and to make people argue and to make people mad. Um, let me just give a few examples of some, like because the order because if you just go expressly off the order, it's you're it's insane. Mm-hmm. Sway is number twenty three of twenty five. <sighs> Sway, who's been doing this? Shit for like ninety years, huh? Years. Okay. Um okay. is number twenty three. Sure. Uh, I don't know who Nardwar is, but N- Nardwar does you never seen he's a quirky white dude that does these weird interviews with people. He he's 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 I'm not surprised to see him on that list. He looks like he opens for Modest Yahoo. Um Okay, fair enough. Let me see. Nadeska is number twenty. That's probably not right or fair. Uh, I'm not the biggest Nadeska fan, but she mm-hmm. should not be number 20. Um, if you're going off of actual importance. 
Um, Adam twenty two should not be on this list for anything. That that goes to show you the the mindset of who is putting time and effort into creating these lists, and that complex I know now could not possibly be black owned. There's no way a black owned publication would ever put a man who was a just found out to be a pedo and two interviewing Nazis on his platform that, that mostly centers black people and hip hop culture. By the way, we spent two weeks talking about how out of line that was. There's no way a black owned publication puts that guy on the list period. Um, big boy should not be number 18. You should not too, too many years, too many years, too many years being a, a recognizable, dedicated voice in this culture. That's wrong. Uh, Brandon Jinx Jenkins. No, uh, I'm not entertaining that Peter Rosenberg should not be on this list. I well, no, that's not true. Fuck him. Okay, yeah, fuck him. I, I, I'll i go with that, yeah. Um, fuck Master Flex, no matter how I feel about him, should not be number 15. You think he should be higher than that? Are we, wait, are we talking? Top 10. I'll give him top 10. Are we talking podcasting, radio? What are we talking again? So that's another thing. It's It just says hip-hop media. Okay, yeah. But that's another thing is that most of these radio outlets are converting to podcast. Like the breakfast club is it's considered a, a podcast. All, yeah, it's all syndicated in the podcast anyway. So who, who's in the top 10? Read me the top 10 Let's real go. quick. Let's go. Uh, Let me see how many of these I respond to. Who? Angie is number 12. That's wrong. Jason Lee should not be on this list. Um, Number 10. Math is number 10. Okay. I'll go with that. God, I just gagged. Vlad is number nine. DJ Vlad. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm I'm seething right now. For better or for worse, and this is on the worse side of it. Sure. You cannot discount his influence on the culture. Yeah. Yeah. He may be a federal agent <laughs> yes, and an actual spy. He may be the last remaining agent of COINTELPRO, <laughs> but you cannot discount his influence on the culture. That's and, fair. And his ability to make Lord Jamar sit still. <laughs> That's fair. And, yes, he, he has had a... So much of a of an impact that he has had open popular beef with other niggas on this list. Uh, fair enough. <sighs> Holding it in. Number eight is Elliot Wilson. He doesn't wash his hands when he pees. <laughs> it's all good. If you if you smell if you smell his breath, it smells like Jay Z's nuts. <laughs> Let me plug this motherfucker in, man. He is, <laughs> Elliot Wilson is the single dick writingest, quote unquote, journalist I have ever seen. Oh my 
God. And you're not wrong. You're I've not wrong. never seen a man salivate over <laughs> Jay-Z's penis like oh. Elliot Wilson does. Salivate is crazy. I love that. And it's not in a gay way, I guess we could say. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say whatever you want. It's not gay. Uh, he just likes the taste of JG's balls in his mouth. <laughs> oh, he's a whole vendor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I got to plug my shit in. All right, let's see what else we got. Number nine is Carisha. Stay with me. This is the young Miami girl, right? Yes. Okay. I don't stay with me. I don't know what she does. She uh, she has a revolt podcast. Well, I, I know that part. I just I just never listened to it. I know she she is or was fucking Diddy. Yeah. So okay, I am fine with this one because I believe generationally she is important to bringing that generation to hip hop media in terms of interviews and things like that. I I believe that. Okay. Uh, she brought a degree of popularity from that audience to TikTok and all those things. And you can see all of that replicated in how often her interviews are disseminated throughout that culture, throughout that generation. Um, you know, they always, like I always see the the one where she was flirting with Megan, you know, Megan, she was like, do you like girls? And Megan was like, I like you. So, yeah. Um, and I know you were like, tell me more. I, I, I was. It's true. Prove it. <laughs> uh, Kai Sinat. Oh, I know this person. He's on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. He does He does little skits, and he's, he's what DJ Academics wants to be, um, but will never be. Uh, Nori's number five. What, sexually active? I'm sorry. You said Nori. <laughs> He said what DJ Academics wants to be. (laughs) If there's a man who can successfully talk his way out of a vagina, it is. Oh, that's hilarious. DJ Jerry the Mouse. Yes. (laughs) According to Erica Badu. Oh, she said that? (laughs) You never saw the thing where, where, no. where Erica Badu said, you know, you look like somebody. Oh. And she said, Jerry the Mouse. And they to did, his face. And they did a side-by-side, and it was oh. it was, it was was hilarious. I've seen the side-by-side. I didn't know Erica Badu came up with that. Erica Badu. That's wonderful. You know she don't give a fuck. Erica Badu. Man, there are there are some times when Erica Badu be saying some dumb shit, but there's also some times when Erica Badu is a national treasure. You know... No, I'm not gonna talk about it here. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it here. Um Nori is number five. What, 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 what? I'll go what? with that. No matter what I feel about how about what drink champs has become. Oh shit. <laughs> and it was on everyday struggle, yeah. so Joe didn't defend him at all. No, no, I would definitely go first. Oh man. <laughs> And she high as shit too. Yeah. I 
Oh, he's so excited. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And anyway, I'm not going to drag it. And what's crazy is he looked so excited. Like he was about to get a compliment where he might be able to fuck. And she let him down so hard. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I was there in college one time. Yeah. I I just I just said hello to a young lady that another young lady introduced me to. And she told me I looked like the black version of Paul Giamatti. Oh my God. They really went all out and <laughs> oh, he does. He does look like Jerry. The funny the funny part about that clip was that she stretched it out for almost five minutes and like really built him up to to believe like to believe she reminded him of somebody somebody great. And then she started hitting him with that Tom and Jerry thing. Dum, 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 dum. Oh man. Oh, yeah. he thought he was about to have a next lifetime moment. You, you thought, nigga. Erica Badu, who is is occasionally problematic, is also one of the most understated comedians of her time. She's a national treasure. She is a Texas nigga. Dallas, no less. A nigga nigga. Oh. You know. The best thing to come out of Dallas. Let's see. Other than. No, the best thing to come out of Dallas. DOC came out of Dallas. Who, who came out of Dallas? DOC, who oh. she had a child by. Yeah, which, that's true. Okay, um, fair enough. Which was. Yeah. Again, I'm not. I'm not going. Right. I'm not going to talk about that on air because we didn't pre-screen it. Ah, fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nori number five. I can see that. Uh, Gillian Wallow number four. Sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, Charlemagne number three. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> it's just getting a little tight. And what's fucked up about that is like Charlemagne's number three. Angela Yee is back in like number 13 or 14. Well, yeah. She got it. She got it. You know, she she's striking out on her own. So she got to build up her. Oh, yeah. Uh, so she got Yeah. She got to build up her equity. A little she bit, has to be know? evaluated on her own. That's yeah. fair. Uh, academics is number two. Why? Uh, and when he, even when they describe him, it says known for timely rap news, Twitch rants, controversy and beefs. That's that hurts to hear. That hurts to hear that that's that's your claim to fame and you're and you're this on the list. I don't think controversy when you're a media person out. No, I don't. I don't like that. And of course, the number one is Joe Budden. And Joe Budden, you know, Joe Budden doesn't really celebrate things like. That. Joe Budden wore this shit out till the wheels fell off. To his credit, though, I mean, he's his his contribution to the culture should be acknowledged, especially when it Absolutely. comes to you know self empowerment and yeah. and quote unquote getting what you're owed out right. of out of podcasting. You know he he took on some risk on his own. He, you know, he took some strides with it and he went up against Spotify. You know, he did all these things. Um, and he mostly came out. All right. Yeah. I, you know, I'll give him that. You're right. Content aside and probably being a terrible person aside. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's accurate. 
And, you know, and my thing is, so the other part of the pod wars is that this led to another, yet another falling out with Rory and Maul. And Rory and Maul, to, now to their credit, Rory and Maul unpacked this on Patreon, on their Patreon series, and I didn't listen to it. I, all I know is the segment that was uh, circulated on Twitter. Mm. But for the most part, because Rory and Maul have different feelings up towards Joe going forward, different things were represented. Rory was like, yeah, he probably should be. He probably should be on this list, and he probably should be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense to me, and I'm and I'm not really going to comment past that. Maul, of course, opened up and was like, oh, the cat burglar on the list? Damn. The thief? Damn. Oh, the, 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 the cat burglar back? Oh, okay. And um, unpacked it a little bit. He was kind of, even then, he was like, man, I don't have no... And, and by the way, he was like, "I don't have no problem with the with the with them other niggas, the B Squad, um, you know." But yeah, he's fucking. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, and keep saying, he a fucking thief. Um, and Joe responded on his free show, basically lambasting Rory and Maul's platform, and was like, "Before we talk about y'all talking about me being on the list, let's talk about why you niggas aren't on the list." And fair and unfair at the same time. Because, sure, on its face, that has credibility. However, given that we're not taking complex seriously and the and the connections that Joe has to complex in the first place, um, and that even though even though that breakup might not have been amicable, it would be just like a, a company like Complex which is not black owned to go, Oh, well we have to prop him up as alumni. That nigga came from, that nigga came from us. Um, we started his career as a pundit, which not really. Mm. Um, and even though the breakup was bad, he's had nothing but bad things to say about us. We have to get now that he's now that he's at the heights that he's at. We have to get on the other side of him. We had to get on the other side of him and prop him up as yes, yes, he did what he yes, he's done well since he was away from us. We started him on that. We did that. We created him. <laughs> that's what that's what a company likes like this kind of things. Yeah. And Joe ate it up for all it was worth and did a victory lap. And there was a whole they did a whole interview with him as the number one. And he did this shit where they had him put a crown on his head. And for somebody who has spent so much time advocating for the creator, someone who has spent so much time um, in their bag about how complex and, and, and entities like complex are vultures, basically. This has been his vibe for years. Mm-hmm. For you to eat this up as though you have now won a Grammy... Something that was just not possible in his music career. It all seems sellout-ish. And it seems more mainstream-ish than his brand implies. 
So it seems very fake, and it's kind of, and to me, it's kind of nasty. You've been telling the complex to suck a dick for years. You've been telling complex, you've been telling complex that y'all are not the culture, which they're not. And for you to prop this up and prop up your recognition from something that is not black owned that eats up at the culture, it makes you look stupid. And by the way, Rory and Maul don't need to be on this list. Because they, it, when it comes to hip-hop media, they serve a different function than everybody on this list. They're not out here doing interviews. They're not out here. Man, their program... They get on, they talk some shit, they crack some good, they they crack some some good natured jokes, and they get off. What they do is not what anybody on this list does. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, again, they're, it's, like they're always talking about when they get invited to be to 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 these award shows, and they're with all the all the podcast people, and they're interviewing these people that most of them they don't they barely know. Because that's not what they do. It's just, what do we, okay, what do we sit here and talk about? Because that's not their function. So, no, I don't expect them to be on this list. And I don't expect anybody uh, to be on this list to determine their quality. And for Joe to have that, to have that take on it is nasty. Because one is a good, is a good, decent show with some good, decent content. And the other is a show that just ends up on Shade Room a lot. That's in the past year, what positive have you ever heard Joe Joe Budden be recognized for? I'll go back a year. I can go back for an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> a career. Yeah, I I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so I and and as a podcaster and somebody that has that is widening my widening my gaze into pulling more people in, building community, and helping people build their own build their own brands and build their own quality content. I look at this. I look at this more, and I've had conversations with a couple of these podcasters, which is why I don't have conversations with other podcasters. And sometimes this is their vibe. Anything for engagement and clicks and views at the detriment of Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. That's what this represents to me, and that's what I feel like Complex is helping to fester. Pod Wars continue. It's, it's, It's where Complex makes its money. Yeah. List. Listicles. Yep. Uh, uh, they can these listicles um what uh did i have anything else i actually cared about uh i feel like i did marcus houston's a nasty nigga oh he's still around okay somehow um until he getting old his face getting his his face getting fat and catching up with the rest of his head um marcus houston it has like an unsung episode or some shit and for reasons unknown, first of all, why is he having unsung? Why? Um, but uh, he also, he did an interview, and he was talking about his wife. 
I'm not playing the interview because I can't stand this nigga's voice. Uh, but he was basically explaining how they met um, and explaining how he understands the controversy around how they met because he is 40 or 42. No, he's 40. Yeah. He's 40 and his wife is 19. And they met when she was 17. According to him, they did not have any contact or flirtation until she became of age, which is the most official bullshit answer I've ever heard. So he had her on layaway? <laughs> is that how this shit works? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he yeah. wants us to believe that once she came of age. It was then and only then that he actually developed a romantic interest in her. Correct. Aaliyah, Aaliyah did not die for this. <laughs> she did not. And, oh, he, uh, he had a whole thing. I mean, when you talk to her, it was like, damn, she's just like me. But half your age? Okay. <laughs> I was like, don't tell people that. And <laughs> the only reason I think there's any validity <laughs> or credibility to that is that a lot of these, uh, some of these uh, delinquent child, uh, child stars like this end up having a very stunted version of reality that kind of stopped at like 13 or 14 nah, when they had no he, accountability he's just for a trash him. nigga yeah he's also he's a just trash. a trash nigga it, this has nothing to do with his child star status and growing up too fast and all this or you know getting plugged in the butt by chris stokes or whatever <laughs> happened with all them niggas this has everything to do with he likes underage women He's underage girls. Under, I'm sorry, I was, I was, girls. Let me I, say that. I don't say underage people. Cause, uh, anyway, um, so Marcus. So just so I guess that's just him updating us that he is in fact still a nasty nigga with a spray on hairline. Um, also, I have this written down like this: Marcus Houston is a nasty nigga. Dot dot dot. So is the Dalai Lama. That was weird. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the Dalai Lama uh, embraced a young, it was, it was a young boy. Yep. And then um, requested that he suck his tongue. Stuck his tongue out so the little boy could suck his tongue. I, I need the Dalai Lama to not have the same requirements for young for young boys that Caster Troy in Face Off had for young women. Like the Catholic Church didn't see a problem with it. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> no, I, I said it jokingly. Oh, I don't shit. know if they actually caught the fact that you thought that maybe that, that maybe they actually said that <laughs> tells you everything you need to does know. Does not speak well of the Catholic Church. Um, yeah, the Dalai Lama nasty for that dog. Like, hands and y'all filmed and y'all filmed it and everything. Yeah, that's my kid. That's, hands, y'all gross. I would say me and the Dalai Lama would have been in a fight. He'd be whooping his ass. Real talk. In front of his followers. Hip, hip. I, Peaceful hands. <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of this episode. Peaceful hands. That is the name of this episode. Damn it. You were so close. <laughs> DM conversion therapy. Um, oh, we do have a... Uh, I haven't done this in a while. Uh, we have a small... We have a Drake watch. Baby. 
Um, y'all know what it is, the segment where we talk about what six guys doing, who six guys doing it with, and whether or not there are coded messages to Rihanna in it. Uh, there usually are. Or Kanye. Or Kanye, apparently. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> um, what, was the name of, what was the name of the shit? Uh, Search and Rescue. Search and Rescue. He put out a little Lucy called Search and Rescue, where at the end, uh, it featured Kim uh, uh, Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. It featured her um, doing a, uh, well, I think it was a scene from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, maybe. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was basically talking about her uh, current feelings on her marriage, or former marriage, or lack thereof. And... um, most people took it as a Kanye diss. I don't know what it's else probably, you could take it as. I was just probably safe to say it was a Kanye diss. I originally, because I forgot about the Kim thing at the end, I was just listening to it and it was like, okay, this, well, I was listening to the fact that I was just kind of, it, it was generally kind of mid. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, the song did not slap. Not at all. Um, they, it, it was, it, it was a reject from Certified Lover Boy. Uh, had to be. And, you know, we had Kim talking about how uh, her marriage is kind of bullshit. And I don't see how that couldn't be taken as a diss. Uh, some people were trying to, uh, so uh, some people were trying to say it was a metaphor for some shit he was going through in his own life. Nope. No, him and Kanye just still don't fuck with each other. Uh, yeah. It's that simple. These niggas did a whole free, uh, what's his name? Was it free Larry, Larry Hoover? Hoover? Yeah. I mean, they were required to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they did not voluntarily do that. And they did a whole Free Larry Who concert thing. Jay Prince they... really did tell them niggas to hold hands and play nice. <laughs> Damn. He sure did. And take this picture and you niggas better both smile. Act like y'all like each other. I'm sorry. Remember and... when your siblings used to fight your parents be like, you got to sit next to them now. And y'all both better smile. Give your sister a hug. Randall is not going to like me saying this on air. Jay Prince is literally from the Bernie Mac School of Parenting. Hey, I have nothing but respect for the Honorable Jay Prince. I do too. Nothing but respect and integrity from everyone. I have never said a crossword about him. <laughs> you stupid. Um uh I don't really have anything other than that. We can go ahead. Oh, uh oh, uh, uh Odell Beckham going to the Ravens. Do we feel like that's do we feel like that's trying to put some pressure on Lamar Jackson one way or the other? Absolutely. It, it basically just saying, look, if, if shit, if, if you don't want to, we got somebody and we bring in Drake with us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Drake! Drake go! Drake is going to be hilarious at the games. He doesn't understand why he can't. Why he can't? He can't be down front. He don't understand why he can't be on the bench with Odell. <laughs> <laughs> the lot they they let him in the locker room. He don't know why. He'll be outside the locker room clapping, baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the best. Uh, Cameron, can you do something for me, <laughs> <laughs> baby? Yeah. 
Yes. He gonna be the best trophy wife of all time. Damn. Uh let's see. Did I have anything else? No, not really. Um Fluence, it, it's so funny when we recorded Fluence, Fluence Airbnb guest. Um he'll overhear the sports shit. Mm-hmm. We gotta, I, I gotta get that nigga a sports segment because this because we overheard this thing on the phone just going off. Um, that nigga gonna have a shirt that said "Fired John Harbaugh." Wow, I swear he is, and he might not be wrong. Um, we could take a break right there. Um, we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. We're gonna make we're gonna make the second half a quick one. Um. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what it is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. Clap, white people. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are hydrating, actually, on this good Sunday morning. It's Sunday afternoon. Uh, it was definitely morning when I got here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nice out, man. Um, it is a very nice day out there. Very, very nice. Um, getting home. I'm actually getting home early enough that I can have a beer outside. Um. I mean, just one beer because the nigga working out again. Um, it is time for white people must be stopped. Oh no, it's not. Wait a minute. What? So okay, so I just in context of age difference. Uh huh. Were you of not freaknik level? Not uh, not not freaknik. I've been to freaknik. You've been to freaknik twice. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh shit! Well, we got we will preempt white people must be stopped just a minute for that. Okay, <laughs> by all means. Yes, I was outside then. Okay, okay. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, like freshman and sophomore year of college. Oh shit! Okay, so that was peak out. So that was so you yeah. was outside, outside. Yeah, freshly outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are worried about this documentary. A lot of people are worried about this shit. I am not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Because I was not out there like that did when you, shit was going down. Did you hear that the lawsuits are might already be starting? Might there's there, there's some group of women that like since Freak Nick, you you know they make that joke on on social media that Freak Nick like got a job like like went grad chapter mm-hmm. got a good job. Yep. Now it's called Essence Fest. Um. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I've been to Freak Nick. I've been to Essence Fest. These are not the same. <laughs> That's like saying that Kappa is the same as, Ooh. you know, I, I don't know. Now we're more in. Anything now, more adult. Now we're more in my age. Freak Nick and Kappa basically are the same thing. More or less, yes. Except uh, Kappa well, was more regional. Freak Nick was more. Everyone from all around right. came to get down. Yeah, I, I, well, I can't say I, I, I actually can't say I hope they never, uh, 
expose anything about Capo because I I was actually the mother hen anytime I was out there and was keeping another nigga under control. I'm I'm curious to see what type of I haven't seen any trailers or anything for the documentary, so I don't know. I haven't what, watched it yet either. What type of footage they might have for it, but here's a couple things to remember, y'all. First and foremost, the proliferation. Or I should say, let me say, the availability of video recording devices then versus now. Yeah. Very different. So, very scarce. Yeah. So the, the chance of you getting caught up in some type of candid footage that you are not aware of being filmed is, is relatively minimal. Vastly less likely. Also, and again, depending on where they filmed certain things, if you were on the grounds of Freaknik, you were subject, just like you go to any other festival or, or an event, you, yeah. you were subject to whatever is being captured. Those yeah. those disclaimers are usually hidden somewhere out there. You were out of a public place. So if you were acting like that. You have no reason to expect any amount of privacy. Now I say this as a person who was not acting like that. So, again, I, I have nothing to worry about. Um, some of y'all, I don't, I don't know. Um, also, not for nothing. There was a there were an amount of niggas out there. And again, we talk about behavior that we didn't realize then, but we know now can be considered nasty nigga behavior. We were just talking about Marcus Houston and this age difference shit. If you think there weren't high school there weren't high school girls, because nobody was taking anybody's idea at Freak Nick. Just like nobody was taking anybody's idea at Kappa. Yeah. So if you think that there isn't the possibility that you were messing with somebody that you weren't supposed to be messing with, I got news for you. Here's the other thing, though. Um, And again, we've been told all our lives to be very careful about the things that we do when we are in public. Correct. Because I remember... both at, at Freaknik and both at Kappa, mm-hmm. some of the things that the fellas were filming themselves at those events. Um, a little unsavory. Are very damning. Yes. And, and yes. I don't know, y'all. I, I don't know. Yeah, man. But the thing is, and I, I don't even see it when I'm just doing like a quick Google. Like, I don't see any any footage of this documentary. So I don't know. And my thing is like, and, 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 and uh, there's, there is more of a conversation going on on social media. I'm glad for it about the inherent nastiness of nasty niggas that were at freak Nick. And yes, there were, there were probably women out twerking and whatever on top of the cars. And they do that now, but there were quite a bit of niggas that would just walk by. I remember this because I remember I remember the true the MTV True Life version, mm. and the women that were being interviewed. It was niggas walking by while they were being interviewed on camera and just grabbing them. Oh, there was a lot of grope action going on. Yeah, it was it was kind of disgusting. Pick a woman up and just walk off with her and shit, all that. And, and I, I'm glad we're having more conversations about nasty niggerness now, because. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. 
And it goes, and it almost goes back to the Marcus Houston thing. It's why the Marcus Houston thing hits home uh, for so many people is because we all knew a nas- a Marcus Houston nasty nigga. We were all in, or either that, or we knew somebody on the other other side of that. Because I definitely remember in high school there were women, there were young, there were young girls. Excuse me, who there would be a young girl who was dating a, a nigga in college. And would be walking, and would walk up and down the halls talking cash shit about high school boys and how high school boys are trash and basic. And uh, I'm dating a real man. Meanwhile, you're being statutory raped. Correct. I definitely. It, it was a chick. It was a. It was a. It was this white girl uh, with a fat ass um, <laughs> that I had known since like sixth grade, and she had been dating older niggas. Most of that time. And I remember in high school, it was a, it was this slick nigga that would drive up that would, that would pull up on his, on his motorcycle to pick her up from school. And we not knowing any better. We just thought that was a real slick nigga. He pulling the fat ass, the fattest ass of all the white women. Little did we know. Meanwhile, niggas in college were like, fuck with a little girl, bro. Nasty, nigga. Right, right. So all this to say, y'all y'all were acting fast when y'all were younger. Your mama told you it was going to come back on you. It, 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 just, it just kills me. And, you know, and we can do white people unless we stopped after this. But it just kills me how much of our society just it, it, how normalized it was and we didn't realize it. This was a plot point in a Transformers movie. I repeat, this was a plot point in a Transformers movie, a kid's movie. Mark Wahlberg's daughter or some shit was dating. Well, she wasn't allowed. Like, she was like 17 or something. And she wasn't allowed to date until she was until she graduated high school or something like that because he was strict or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that she was dating an older dude who was like 19 or 20 who was a race car driver. Um, and when he figured out that he, that the dude was too old, he pulls out this card out of his wallet that says, because they, but they met when they were both minors that it fell under something called the Romeo and Juliet law. Mm -mm. And that it was an existing relationship from when they were both minors. And I don't know if this is true or not because I refuse to do real research about anything I saw in a Transformers movie. Um, but it was just crazy how normalized that was. And they, 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 they mentioned it there. He had a little laminated card showing the statute or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they never spoke about it again. With niggas? That would have still been a fight he would have showed a cop that and said this man hit me yes <laughs> and i would have shown him that same card and we would have still been in a fight uh... nasty niggerness man but but it's but but it's cute when it's white folks it's cute when it's white folks uh, playing uh, 10, 10, 15 years their junior in a movie. Uh, 
Yeah, white people must be stopped. Yep. This is why I don't fuck with white people. And a perfect segue into white people must be stopped. <laughs> um, I, the only thing I have written down here is Clarence Thomas's Nazi loving friend. <laughs> and I have that written down that way. <laughs> well, most likely because I, I don't have a problem talking about Clarence Thomas and white people segments. Uh, but also because this is ex- the, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, it has come out that um, is it is, is it someone that Clarence Thomas works with? Is that what it is? I, I can't remember the, yeah. the the nature of their situationship. But he definitely has a friend um, who collects Nazi memorabilia. Now, immediately, this is a this is a, a open and shut case for me because I compare everything to look. I collect comic books. I collect comic books because I like them. Because I like them and I know everything about them. And I want to learn everything about them. So I assume when I hear about a white man collecting old collectible Third Reich memorabilia, it's because he likes it. It's, It's that simple to me. I remember I was working at a bookstore. It was a guy came up to me, asked me if we had a copy of Mein Kampf. Hmm. Was he an historian? So here's the thing. I got it for him because I'm a good employee. I I walked him over to the register myself and rang him up myself because I'm a good employee. Customer service is what I do. I started talking him up because of the possibility of an upsell. (laughs) Now, what I should have (laughs) said... Was I, nothing. I can only imagine what the upsell for Mein Kampf is. <laughs> you know, it was not the Diary of Anne Frank. Well, I no, know, right? So I asked him, uh, "What uh, you know?" Because I'm familiar that some college classes require this. What what they got you? Uh, what class they got you reading it for? And he goes, "No, I just want to read it." Very casually, too. Like it was like he had like it was like mind comp and like and 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 like some just light fiction like it was like like it was like mind comp and then like you know uh, some James Patterson book or some shit and uh, uh, that's ten eighty one um, do you need a bag and I just ended the conversation there and my and my boss comes over he's like did he say he was just recreationally reading mind comp I said yes he goes oh carry on and walked away that was that he got his answer and we were all a little freaked out Mm -hmm. so when i hear about somebody that just collects nazi memorabilia for the shits and giggles of it yeah that's weird and someone's gonna comment on it i thought it was weird when chris cooper did an american pot no in a, a american beauty yeah i thought that was weird yeah and nobody else in that movie thought that was weird. That he just that he just had he just had a whole set of good china with swastikas in the middle. And whooped his son's ass for touching the good china with swastikas on it. Sometimes it's like that, you know. I dude, I've always thought that was weird. And not and obsession with Nazi culture is only 
exclusively a white people thing. It is a white people thing through yeah. and through. Because David Bowie was like that. Yeah. David Bowie was like, oh, uh, Nazi, but make it fashion. Yeah, exclusively white shit. No one else, no one else has intellectual curiosity about the Third Reich like that. And it's probably because not, white people don't really have much culture. They they don't. They don't have like a culture. They, they don't. Because black people, black people have enough culture and enough rich history within that culture that they can preoccupy their mind with those things. I don't need to know how obsessed Hitler was with the occult. Don't care. And every movie where Hitler is mentioned, oh, he was into the occult, and this is how we got this artifact, and Spear of Destiny, blah, 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 who gives a fuck? White people, man. Only white people. Exclusively white people. Only to the distract away from the fact that he killed six million Jews. And somehow it's effective for some people. Yeah. I mean, Weird. But, you know, he was a painter. Oh, sure. Loved art. Ask Erica Badu. <clears throat> yeah. Had to bring it back around to that one. Also, I mean, also blame Kanye as well, but and fuck Kanye. I blame it on Dallas. Send <laughs> your racist stories. Send your racist uh Send your real-life racist encounters along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, or anyone else you hear on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswhileblack.com. Also, log on to opinionswhileblack.com for ways to listen to us, uh, more information about Houston's Most Savage podcast, uh, ways to buy merch, and ways to become a patron where you can get where where you can get bonus content, mm-hmm. you can get exclusive merch, uh, you can get Discord access. Um, I might walk up to you and give you a hug if I see you on the street. Just a whole bunch of bonuses that other people just don't get. With your consent, of course. Uh, consent, absolutely consent, always consent. Um, I'm bl- I, I'm I'm a large man. I'm a large black man. I can't afford to take that L. Um. We'll be back to finish it up with your listener letters in the top three STFUs. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know what it is. Houston's most savage podcast. Yeah, yeah. Pour up. Clap, white people. Is it election season? Is that what's no, happening? I, Nancy this, Pelosi getting at you? This one says, do you have time tonight? For, for what? I, I, it's just... The fuck? It's just some... You don't recognize that, that, that no. zip code? or uh, Not no. the zip code, the area code? No. no? Don't okay. recognize anything. That's some weird shit. I'm tempted to go, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> Keep going. You better than me. I don't know where them titties at. I, <laughs> I mean, it could be someone, you know, trying to hire a hitman or some shit like that. I would say also true. Yeah, also I true. Just, I just got to be know. careful about this. Yeah, you know. Uh, we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. Could be Vlad. <laughs> God, don't let it be Vlad.
And we are hydrating on this lovely Sunday afternoon. Um, time for listener letters. Mm-hmm. Tales to Enrage wants to know, how many draw cards can you drop on one person in Uno? As many as you have. That's whatever you got, nigga. As That's many as you have. <laughs> we believe in stacking you over can, here. I can, I'll say you can hold the motherfuckers. They just have to be me. the same, though. Like, you can't. You can stack draw twos. You can you stack, stack draw, draw fours. fours. You cannot mix those two, though. Absolutely not. So, yeah, if a nigga got to draw 16, so be it. Yeah, I'll say, you just you, you just going to be holding the motherfucker. Hip, 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 hip. You just going to be a card-holding motherfucker fucking with me. I don't care what Parker Brothers says, but on the south, side, on the south side of Houston, we I'll stack. I'll say, we stack. It's true. We stack numbers. Yep. We stack draw cards. Exactly. We stack reverses and skips. <laughs> I remember that when I was a kid. Skips, you, oh no, reverses used to get so confusing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but you always you always manage to con somebody. No, 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 it's back to me. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, oh this. And if you're playing Uno any other way, I ain't playing with you. Real talk. I you ain't lying. I I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck where y'all play. How y'all play in Cali. You Cali niggas, you Cali niggas always want to bring some shit back over here. I actually have a version of, I, I actually, a couple months ago, I bought a set of Uno cards that may prove to be very dangerous one day because on some of the cards, they're blank and you can write in. So it's basically like Uno slash truth or dare. Right. So you can write some shit like take two shots of Jameson on that oh, shit. Yeah. It's, it's. That's fucked up. Or worse. I mean, like, it can get pretty bad. They're blank. That's insane. So. Uh, also, I kind of want to steal that and use it. <laughs> <laughs> um, David Santiago wants to know. Oh, hell. What are your favorite songs that never got a music video, but you wish it did? <sighs> Ooh. Damn it. That's a good one. Because uh, for me, that just equates to what should have been a single. There's so many, but I, I a couple come to mind. I'll, I'll just stick with the, the first answer that comes to mind from uh, Kendrick Lamar's Mad City album. Um, I think Ooh. I would have loved to have a video for Mad City from that album. Yeah, Pyrus and Crips. Oh God, I, I would have loved to see oh, a video yeah. for that. Yeah, and also um, Sing of Me slash Dying of Thirst. A nice twelve-minute video Ooh. of him being introspective over very nice melodic music. That's my immediate answer. That's pretty good. Thank you. Light years better than what anything I had to say. <laughs> um, yeah, good to have you back, motherfucker. Any <laughs> album cut by Ari Lennox? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I think one hundred percent. No. Um, is it, since we were talking about, we were lightly talking about Justin Timberlake on Patreon, mm-hmm. but um, since he's on my mind now, um, from that first, from the Justified album, uh, take it from here. I was always surprised that didn't end up being because uh, Justified was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was always surprised that didn't end up being a single that he didn't give us a ballad off of that album. Uh, well, one because the dance tracks were so was so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, take it from here was the main ballad. And I remember going to see him on tour. My homegirl, uh, me and my homegirl were going to see Christina Aguilera, and she was a huge fan. By the way, uh, Black Eyed Peas opened for them. I 
you'll remember this. Okay. They were they this is when they were making the rounds and they first introduced Fergie. Yeah. As the new lead singer. Yeah. Which yeah. would in my mind was the destruction of black eyed peas. Uh but um Justin was touring with her occasionally and he had this whole part at the end where he pulls out his guitar and he started and he started playing Take It From Here just by himself. And it was just it was a good it was a good ballad. And I was always amazed we didn't get um a, a video off of that with like some fly model or some shit. Um another one before you move on from that one. Yeah. Fun fact. My group and I toured with Black Eyed Peas during the first set of shows where Fergie was a member of the group. Um, this was in 2003. Um, their Ella Funk album was about to come out. Mm-hmm. And during the time, we were actually swapping headlining shows with Black Eyed Peas at the mm-hmm. time um, until we got to Boulder, Colorado. And in Boulder, Colorado, we had two shows. They were There was a show, a day off, and then another show. In the day off, Justin Timberlake was in town. Ah. And they went and um, they actually went and performed with Justin Timberlake because they had that Where's the Love song with him yeah. that was annoying. Song. And for shit. the rest of that tour, because of that, they headlined and we didn't and went to the Grammys later that year. But the rest is history. So, yeah, we were there for the first show that Fergie performed as a member of Black Eyed Peas. And people were confused. <laughs> we came here for soul singing, rapping, and that one nigga doing capoeira. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this white girl? Who is this white woman? And why is she gentrified the whole group? Oh, man. Fergie is, oh, man. That is that is living gentrification. Good old Stacy. Oh. Yeah, man. the funny part is, like, when we were, because we were all, they didn't give her, like, a dressing room. So when we were all kind of backstage, she was like, hey, I'm Stacy. I, I I just joined the Black Eyed Peas. And we were like, what? You? Oh, okay. See, and here's where my useless trivia comes in, because I would have immediately went, what the fuck is the chick from Kids Incorporated doing on the with the Black Eyed Peas? I didn't even make that connection at the time. I, did, I didn't realize it because she, she did not look anything. You know, she had a number of hard drugs since then, yeah. so she didn't look anything like <laughs> the childhood version of herself. So I didn't even make that correlation until later. I was like, oh, shit. And she had been in a and before, like, right, li- literally right up to that, she had been in, like, two or three failed girl groups and yeah. shit. Yeah. I, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, man, I'm still wondering that, and there's really no good answer. Um, I probably had another. Oh, that's the one. Um, How the fuck did we not get a video for The Cool? Shout out to Lupe Fiasco. Mm. The Cool would have been an awesome, would have yeah. had an awesome video with it. I think Kick Push had a video. It did. Yeah. Uh, the Cool definitely should have had a video. But I think the cool uh, for what they were trying to market Lupe Fiasco as, um, I think that would have gone over the college kids' heads. Yeah, they they were, um, yeah, they were marketing him as Kanye's Padawan, basically. Correct. Yes, <laughs> and both of, both of which were marketed to college kids. Yeah. Amazingly enough, someone who's a college who's a, 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 a college dropout was marketed for college kids, which was wonderful. Yeah. Um, Alpha Step, Omega Step. 
Um, so uh, thank you, David Santiago. Thank you, Tales to Enrage, uh, for those listener letters. Y'all know what to do, man. Uh, opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Get at me. Um, any questions about anything you hear on this pod, any commentary you hear about any that you have about anything happens on this pod, uh, anything like that. I'm going to ask for, we've had people ask for advice from us for some reason. <laughs> and they asked, and they asked for, uh, they asked for that. That was during the heavy drinking era. Let me know how that turned out for any of you that we gave advice. <laughs> right. To. Um, just blink twice if everything is okay. I don't know. <laughs> Because we were drinking hard back then. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it is now time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up! Number three. Uh, everybody's least favorite gossip blogger, Tasha K. Um, so. Ooh. I was waiting for it. There it is. <laughs> Oh man, I missed you, buddy. <laughs> Who that is? <laughs> um, we have briefly talked about Tasha K before. Tasha K is a gossip blogger who sometimes gets out of pocket, who is increasingly becoming known for getting out of pocket with people that don't want to be spoken about in the media and mm. getting sued and not being able to pay them. So she <laughs> runs off to like Dubai or Africa or somewhere. Um, and Cardi's still gonna get that money. Oh, that one. Okay, the one that that, she, that talks shit to Cardi. Cardi was like, yeah, I, I got energy for that. Okay. Correct. So this is coming off of, uh, hold on, hold on. This is coming off of, uh, who was it? Oh, a couple weeks ago, we did a Humans Ain't Shit segment where I implored you people. I implored you people to do right by Megan Thee Stallion this time around. As we all know, you didn't Megan, say that. As we all know, Megan is back outside. Um Megan's back outside. She did the opening pitch for the the Astros game. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yes she did in that in that lovely white uh that lovely white outfit and white pants. A better pitch than both Drake and 50 Cent. Correct. Um and so um, afterwards, Megan was in a, was in the camera's face somewhere. You know how she does. Hey, you know what's up? It's Megan Stallion. We turned up. Blah blah blah. Um, at that, go Astros, go Houston. Ah, you know all that shit. Tasha had things to say about it. Uh, I want to say this is it. Come on, come on, give it to me. When she opens her mouth, it's like, you can't believe a woman that beautiful and that tall would just have such an uneducated uh, sounding voice. I mean, she sounds 12 when she speaks. Hi, guys, it's what hottie is. It's like, girl, that, that's, that's not black girl. That's black teen magic, okay? That's black young teen mat 13 magic, okay? But you're, you're over 25, okay? We're going to need you to speak with a little bass on your voice, okay? You got a lot of bass down there. We heard you rap. Use it. Okay. Also, just for the just for the sake of context, I want to show Randall this wig that Tasha has on. So we're on the same page when I say, "Hey, Tasha, your wig looks uneducated and and not fastened and crooked." You. 
ain't playing with a strong enough hand to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. She looks like Gomez Adams. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man. Wait, wait. The, the Raul Julia version or the, or the, or the, or the what's his name version? The, car, the, the cartoon version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, hey, Tasha, first of all, your wig look uneducated. Two, Megan got a college degree to tell you otherwise. An actual college degree. Not uh, not some honorary not some honorary shit from uh, Everest College like you got. Um, <laughs> oh, she does! Like oh, shit. oh, that is a Gomez wig. Oh, man, I love it. Oh no, I love it. Oh, it, now it's now it's twice as funny. Um, second, like I said, the third, like I say, um. We got to do better than this. Don't you have better things to do with your time right now? But also, yeah, also this version. Also, he she does look like the new version. Ooh. It's true. Ooh, yeah. I think we got a new episode cover. All right. Got him. Um, Tasha, don't we have, don't you have other things you can do with your time? Like figuring out how you going, uh, uh, it's a, a payment plan so you can pay Cardi off all that $4 million that you owe her? For not keeping for not keeping her name out your mouth. Don't you have other things? To, don't you have other things to do with your time, like fasten that wig? Don't you have other things to do with your time, like figure out uh, how you gonna get out of this lawsuit that Wendy Williams' ex ex husband got you on got you under because you called him a homosexual. You're being sued. You're you're on the verge of being sued by three different people because Megan go start suing y'all. She looks like my aunt and my uncle at the same time. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? the ugliest people always have the most to say. The man. most cash shit to say. Like, she looks like a half step in evolution. What the <laughs> actual fuck? Oh shit! Oh, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, man. She. I just you ain't playing with a strong enough hand. You ain't got no spades in your hand right now. She looks like a misspelled AI character. <laughs> God damn. Oh, the, the what Greg say? The arms ain't right for me. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, and and then what's gonna happen is Megan gonna sue your ass, and then you gonna be and then you gonna be in standing lawsuits by three different people. I mean, Cardi and then Cardi didn't even need the money. Cardi just wanted to prove a point, but she also is gonna get that money. Like she went to the judge and got a court order to to go to Chase Bank and say, uh, this this woman thinks she 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 got by because she run, uh, left the country. Uh, I'm gonna need either she gonna come up off them funds or y'all gonna come up off them funds. I need you to send me that photo with the Gomez Adams wig. <laughs> it's not urgent, but you know. I got you. I got you. Uh, um, all that to say, 
You have you really do have better things to do with your time. Uh, Comb that wig for for example. Replace it. <laughs> but I I mean I've seen some photos of her in here natural and that's also not an option. So I'm, I'm not sure where to go from there. All that to say, Tasha, shut your ass up. Shut the fuck up. Beware of dog looking ass. <laughs> It's always the ugly ones. Like every time. Damn. Every time. Ain't don't, got no spades in your hand. Don't be mad because you got a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here, y'all. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe. <sighs> Number two. Number two, I don't even. I didn't even bother to go on Twitter and find their name or their background or any of it because it ain't important. Number two is whoever the fuck was shaming Halle Berry for being naked. <laughs> it was a nigga on Twitter. So Halle Berry wanted us to know. I bet it was an ugly nigga too. Guaranteed. Yeah, no, it absolutely was. No, Halle Berry wanted us to know that she frequently enjoys a nice evening on her patio naked. To which my response is, drop a pin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who's mad at that? And and this and this man nigga, or woman and this nigga fixed his mouth to. I, I don't even know what talking about. No shame. Oh, she is. Oh, she's. Oh, she's too old to have no shame like that. Some some bullshit. Some bullshit. It doesn't even matter what was said. It should not have been said in the direction of Halle Berry. And look. I, okay, so I'm not well-versed in the guy code. However, I know one rule among black men that never need be spoken. When Halle Berry wants to be naked, and when Halle Berry wants us to know that she wants to be naked, does not matter the time, does not matter the place, does not matter the movie, whatever. It is our duty as black men to shut the fuck up. Yes. That's the end of the rule. That's the whole rule. Needs no input from us. None. Let how a general rule of society of polite black society should always be let Halle Berry be naked. Yes. That there's no question on this. If Van Hunt doesn't have a problem with it, Damn. I mean, even if he did have a problem with it, I still would not I was, have a problem with it. It would just be fuck Van Hunt, and that'd, yeah. that'd, that'd be on, on God. Um, I am sick, and, and I'll bonus shut the fuck up on that note to whoever it was recently, in the past 24 hours uh, that was calling Zendaya average. Fam. Ugly people got to be stopped. Uh, uh, oh. we, it, 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 we have to crack down on ugly niggas. Ugly niggas really find time in their ugly motherfucking day to have commentary on what people who whose face card has never declined what they do with their time. Meanwhile, your face card is on EBT. I'm just saying. It ain't it, 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 Butterface is polite. Damn. It's more like I can't believe it's not Butterface. Damn. Yeah, margarine face. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, substitute substitute face, Splenda face. Yes, no, uh, yeah, uh, plenty of GMOs in that face. Fuck out of here. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Halle Berry and Zendaya? Are you crazy? Get, like I, and that's why I'm sick of this man of fear shit. It's this whole era of niggas flexing about being unimpressed with impressive women. You just, you, you have to want sadness in your life. <laughs> like you have to you invite want happiness. You have to invite unhappiness in your life in order to to say some shit like that. What is wrong with you? And you and and I don't have to ask if you have a woman. You don't. You don't. You don't. You have money and you have a woman who wants that money. That's it. That's all you'll probably ever have. If you don't have money, uh you, you just you you just had that sock. You just had that sock um that grandma just don't know about when she does the wash and she she keep coming up with uneven socks. That's it. That's it. What is wrong with you people? Shut the fuck up. Honestly. Shut the fuck up. And number one, and we had to pull this nigga down off the we had to pull this nigga jersey down off the off the rafters. Number one, amazingly enough, is Donald Joseph Trump. That's right, sports fans. This motherfucker is making the rounds again. Damn. Uh singing Jigga Kelly Not Guilty. Um this motherfucker is out here. So he's 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 back on the campaign trail. Um he had a uh rally recently. I love that he doesn't he does he's open about not giving a fuck about you. Cause Mike Pence got booed in the same rally and he didn't give a shit. I mean why should he at this point? <laughs> this nigga's pocket after he got shot. He's pretty much invisible, right? Teflon, now. right. Um so that is important to point out that we don't agree with anything Trump says at all, except the thing about meatball Ron that that's funny. <laughs> and Donald, it just shows that Donald Trump is back in rare form. Like he's like, he, he's really pulling out the hits and I know he's pulling out the hits because he has a whole line of dumb shit. He had a whole line of dumb shit to say at his rally. He started with, um, guns not being the problem uh, in terms of mass shootings. This was his mass shooting mm. platform. Okay. Guns are not the problem. They are. They are. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. But guess what? When people have an AR-15 in their hand, killing gets way more efficient. Uh, the next point was trans-hormone therapy yeah, he was blaming hormone therapy um, for the violence because the shooter recently uh, was a trans person. Um, One out of every fucking mass killing in American history? Right. Because because once you get past that one, everyone after that, I don't, we don't even have to go back throughout history. We can just go back the past two or three years. And the majority of them have been cisgender white men. Period. Um, then he then he goes back on he, he you know he has his old bag from when he was president about how uh, he wants to uh, have beefed up security in schools and he wants to give teachers guns. 
Um, this is still a stupid response. This is still a stupid, stupid response. First of all, we know that armed that that we know that armed adults at schools don't help these mass shootings. There was a whole there was a whole uh, battalion of armed niggas uh, in outside the school in Uvalde. Yep, and motherfuckers still got shot, and they didn't go in. Cause they figure, fuck that. I get off at five. I get off at five o'clock. It's five oh four. Yeah. Um, they called me in on my lunch break. Correct. And they didn't go in. As a matter of fact, didn't the shooting? Didn't this recent shooting happen at a bank? It happened. Yeah. It, and actually, this one, <laughs> the dude found out that he was getting fired, and attended a staff meeting that morning, and walked into the meeting room, and you know, proceeded to do the damn thing. And just for the record, banks have tons of armed security. Sometimes they have one, you know, but I, you know, when you go into a staff meeting, probably less yeah, security. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. And uh, my favorite of all of these, that psychiatric drugs and marijuana are causing psychotic breaks that are leading to mass shootings. Oh. Uh, we don't even have to, we don't have to okay. even engage that. Yeah. We can just say, we, no. And he the reason! No. Yeah. Absolutely okay. not. That's out of, that's a non-starter. And my thing is, I'm kind of torn because yes, he should shut the fuck up, but I also kind of want him to keep talking because I feel like now, granted, the maybe the votership isn't turning the corner on him yet, but the the support of the party is the support. And if it hasn't, it's about too soon. Because from midterm, we can see from midterms that all the everybody on the ballot that was a Trumper, not everybody, a lot of people on the ballot that were Trumpers they had get, to get the fuck out of here. Getting their ass beat. Yeah, they had to get the fuck out of here. So for all the shit he talks, he's got less political power really than he's ever had. Right. And hopefully, can't believe I'm saying this, hopefully the Republicans grow some nuts and be like, nah, actually, fuck you. I I really think that's where it's headed. I think the other Sith Lords are finally getting, are finally about to get the balls to go, you know what? No. No. Absolutely not. Fuck you. When white people turn on the other white people, it is grand, you know. I, yeah. Ooh, it is a thing of beauty. We know that from Game of Thrones, um, and Succession. Oh God, <laughs> especially Succession. Um, but all of that to say, I'm torn because on one hand, keep talking, mm. but in the sense of just people having conversation with regular, normal people who think straight and don't marry their cousins. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Honestly. And fix your wig. You notice all that. You, you notice all them Trumpers that were talking all that shit about revolution. You notice when he came to turn himself in on, uh, when he came to turn himself in in New York. Uh, I think four people showed up. They Oh, they and, and they acted right. Because Eric Adams said in, ahead of time, we all know Eric Adams pro-cop ass. He was like, hey, fam, I'm good with the NYPD. <laughs> You're not gonna bring all that all that January sixth shit here. We're gonna shoot you in your ass. <laughs> and sure enough, they showed up acting right. 
Oh, there's a great one where this guy is on a bicycle, like a homemade bicycle. One of those dudes that has all the buffalo shit on. Mm. He was on a bicycle, and somebody and somebody like pushed their skateboard in the middle of his bicycle, and he just tumbled all <laughs> over the street. And it was just the the perfect welcome to New York, because if you ride a bike in New York, especially in Manhattan, you can die. You you can yes. But and not and not by anything like an oncoming car, just just getting clipped on the side of the road yeah. by somebody parking and opening their door, or just by somebody who's just like "fuck you," right? <laughs> right, exactly. And throws a skateboard. At you. Like, <laughs> oh man, it's 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 bad to have Donald J back, but for the the sake of comedy and stupidity and people, we can tell to shut the fuck up. It's good to have him back. We say that until he gets voted in the office. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I take it back. You're right. No, that's exactly so right. fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Just keep uh, fucking I, with Ron DeSantis. That's, that's Yeah, all. meatball Ron. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? We 100% most certainly did do a podcast. We did the fuck out of a podcast. Thank you for taking the time, bro. It's good. It, was, it, was, it was good to have you back. Good to be here. I'm good to be here. You yeah, know? man. Uh, uh, like I said... He's not gone. He's not forgotten. Uh, we just have to figure out better scheduling. That's all. It's all good. And actually, the scheduling was fine. It's all good. Yeah. Um, uh, church announcements. I have none. I don't think I have any either. But just check your keep checking your social media. Um, I'm 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 actually going to go home and start figuring out um, uh, Friday night re up. Oh, ho, 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 ho. For, the, for the patrons, um, Friday Night Reup is coming. Uh, in what form that's coming, we'll talk. Um, other than that, make sure you join us on Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com, uh, type in Opinions While Black, and there we are. We're not hard to find. All the tiers are under $10, dot, 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 for now. Um, buy merch. I got some new barely safe for work drinkware mm. uh available at the Opinions Wild Black merch store. Uh I'll have those links up. Those links will probably already be up on social media somewhere. Um y'all know and, and other than that, keep doing what you're doing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um there's always the opportunity for new listeners. There's always the opportunity for new fandom. And we want to grow this. We want to grow and cultivate this community. Y'all have been great. Y'all keep being great. We love the support. Every bit of it. Mm. Um, We will be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, this has been, oh, my God, what episode is this? Holy shit. Like 290? 220? I'll tell you. I should have done it. It's like I'm working ahead of time. It's like 219. 219. It is episode 219 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I'm D. Randall. And as always, imparting titties. Clap, white people.